What's up? And welcome to the Single Player Experience. As always, I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and today we're doing a deep dive preview into one of my most anticipated games of 2023, and that's AEW Fight Forever. So, for those of you who don't know me, I am a huge fan of pro wrestling and pro wrestling video games. But for this episode today, I thought I'd bring in another expert in this genre. So my guest today is none other than Michael the Canadian Destroyer Hidden. Michael is a longtime wrestling fanatic, he is an avid gamer, and he has an amazing YouTube channel that you should check out called Mikey Wrestling. In this episode, Mikey and I are going to talk about AEW Fight Forever, everything we're looking forward to about this game, everything that has us worried, and everything in between. So if you like pro wrestling video games and you want to know about AEW Fight Forever, then you're in the right place. So, without further delay, let's ring the bell and start the intro. DJ, start the intro, man. This is the Single Player Experience, the podcast that helps single player gamers manage their video game backlog. I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and my main quest is to help you manage your ever-growing video game backlog by letting you know which single-player games are worth your time and money so that you can have the best single-player experience. Now, without further ado, let's start the show. DJ, cut the beat. What's up, everyone? Like I said in the intro, we have a very special guest joining us today. He is a hardcore wrestling fanatic. He's an avid gamer, and he has an amazing YouTube channel that you should check out called Mikey Wrestling. This is the one, the only, Michael, the Canadian Destroyer, Hidden. How you doing today, Michael? After that introduction, man, I feel like a million bucks. I feel like I just main evented WrestleMania for the heavyweight championship. I honestly wish I could introduce myself how you just introduced me because that was that was a that was an S, S plus man S plus rank of an intro. And uh, thank you so much for having me on this show. I am absolutely excited to just talk wrestling, talk video games with you, and I cannot wait, man. Man, glad to have you on the show. Absolutely ecstatic to have you here. So, Mikey, for the people who don't know you, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Yes. So I am the one behind the YouTube channel, Mikey Wrestling. I am just a guy who loves wrestling, loves video games. And I was like, I need to do a hobby. I need to express my love for wrestling and video games. So I was like, let's start up this YouTube channel. And you know what? It's actually slowly kicking off. Every day I get more subscribers and that's the battle is just getting more subscribers. And I just can't wait to see what the future holds for me right now. I'm at 286 subscribers, I think. So just my goal for 2023, make it small, just 300. Even if I get 15, that's all, that's all that matters to me, man. I feel you. I feel you. So Mikey, I discovered you because you posted a really cool video about AEW Fight Forever. And this is a game that's been on my mind for a while because I am also like a huge wrestling fan and, you know, a huge gamer. And those sort of like that sort of love blends in together. And you popped up on my YouTube recommendations as for as a video. And I just, you know, on a whim clicked on the video. Absolutely loved what you had to say about the game. And then I thought to myself, this is one of my most anticipated games for 2023. So I'm going to have him on the show. So I reached out. I captured a pigeon just in the in the middle of the street. I tied a note to that pigeon's leg and I said, find Mikey. And he found you. He, he delivered the note. Just 
ASAP as soon as he possibly could and all the way up to Canada from Texas. And you sent back a message with the same pigeon. I, I got to respect you for cap recapturing the bird and actually sending a message back. And you were like, I am down. Let's do it. So I am so glad to have you on the show. That said, I got to ask you one of the toughest questions I ask all my guests, and that is your top five games. But, you know, I want to mix it up because we're doing a wrestling edition of the show. So I got to ask you, what are your top five wrestlers? And then what is your history with gaming? Okay, so my top five wrestlers. First off, shout out to that pigeon, man. That's a lot of work coming up to Canada, <laughs> man. And it's cold up here. Yeah. I am ready to just go move somewhere hot because I just can't. I'm done with the cold. <laughs> but my top five wrestlers. Okay, so I am Canadian. So okay. obvious number one, Brett the Hitman Hart. His in-ring work is just phenomenal. And number two, I got to give it to Sting. Okay. I am a, I was a diehard WCW fan, and I just I was always big on the guys with the face paint, the Ultimate Warrior. But Sting, I I don't know what it was with Sting. I just loved his energy, and the come on the Crow gimmick when he first mm-hmm. did that with the NWO. So Sting's number two. He is still going strong today, and me being I love it. And I know a lot of people are like he's old. He needs to give it up. I'm like, hey, if he has another like year, two years in, I'm let him go, man, because. The biggest issue wrestlers have when they retire is they miss that pop. They miss that energy that they get from the fans. And it's like, they're like, what am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. Like, so if Sink can still keep it up and he's still doing awesome matches, he had that neck injury in WWE, but do you see him? Yeah. Yeah. Do you see him in AEW going through tables, taking power bombs? Like this man has a lot in the tank. And I don't know if it's like the WCW guys like Ric Flair, Sting, just they're like 70 going strong still. Like, shout out to them, man. Like, I love it. And then number three, I'm going to have to think here for a minute, actually, now. I'm right there with you, though, on, on the Sting thing while you're thinking about it. Like, I love what Sting's been doing in AEW. And really, they're using him more as a manager role and then popping him into like sporadic matches every now and then. So it's like you get the best of both worlds. You get that manager, like mentor kind of character with Sting. And then you also get the the Stinger that we love, you know, from WCW. I I love it. I'm right there with you. And then number three, I'm going to have to give it to The Undertaker. Ah, Me and my brother, we love The Undertaker. And funny story, my brother actually ran into The Undertaker at a Cracker Barrel of all places. You are kidding. (laughs) No, I'm not kidding. Yeah. He was getting food there out in, I think they were in Florida, going to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And they were just at the hotel, like, oh, let's just order some Cracker Barrel food. So my brother goes and picks it up. And he, like, looks over. He's like, that's The Undertaker. (laughs) And then he, like, goes over to him all, like, shines up. He's like, hey, like, I just want to say, like, uh. I appreciate what you what you what you do and thank you because I didn't want to draw a crowd to you like all sell all mm-hmm. sell shocked and he's like and then he comes back and he's like tells me he's like I just met the Undertaker I'm like no you didn't he's like no man like I I 100 met the Undertaker at a I'm like at a Cracker Barrel of all places that he's is like, amazing and then he was like ask Amanda and I was like yeah like my sister in law Amanda never lies and she's like yeah he 100 met the Undertaker and I was like and he was still undefeated. So he was still undefeated when my brother met him. And I was like, you're the reason why he lost. <laughs> oh, no, he was the curse. <laughs> <laughs> he was the curse. Oh, no, that's yeah. amazing, man. Oh, man, I would probably just be shell shocked. I'm talking about like absolute acid to meet like the Undertaker. That's amazing. Yeah, and the only people I ever met, I had to pay for autographs and photos. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite the same, is it? Yeah, no, it's not the same. 
No, for sure not. So what's your number four? And then number four, I'm going to have to say... gonna be a tough one now because mm. I, I got i got my top three very easily those are those are always gonna be my top three but it's the four and the fives that i'm like depending on the day you ask me it's gonna be someone different okay and i feel like number four it's a hard one it is a hard one because like while you're while you're thinking about it i can read off my top four i mean my top five pretty easily it's i got rock stone cold i'm you know like you said, in any given day, they can kind of flip flop and change. But like, I'm going Michaels here. I love me some HBK, especially like after he came back from the back back injury. HBK, mm-hmm. oh, so yeah. good. He put on my probably my favorite matches with 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 that, that version of the Heartbreak Kid. And then like, um, I would probably say after that, Rock Stone Cold HBK. I'm probably going to go with, hmm. I'm probably going to go Jericho and I, I know that's a weird one to say, but like he's been entertaining me his whole life and the way he always mixes up and shakes up his characters. Love it. Absolutely love it. Like to go from the list to going from like the pain maker, the way he's, he's been in AEW to the wizard in AEW mm-hmm. to, um, to the sports entertainer. Like he says right now, I, I absolutely love me some Y2J, but um probably that and then i would probably say oh this last one's a hard one because you're you're leaving so many people off the list but oh my goodness um oh i would probably say i'm just gonna say eddie for for the sake of off the top of my head gun to my head i I love me some eddie guerrero i loved some latino heat uh, all the way to like the latching ceiling ellie so like those are probably my top five, at, at least in this moment. That's perfect. That's actually an awesome top five list there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what? Because I'm a smaller guy. I'm only like five, seven, maybe five, six and a half on a good day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, wait, oh, you, you shrunk on a good day? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am actually five, seven, but um, mm-hmm. I'm going to get to Ray Mysterio. Oh, that's He's, a good one he's been around for so long and going back to his wcw days where like they took off his mask and he was fighting the giants of the day like the kevin nash the giant like no matter the size he can work with you and he's been doing it for so long and he just shows that you don't need to be the biggest guy in the ring in the building to be a great wrestler and then number five i'm gonna have to give it to the ultimate warrior oh okay that's not bad as a kid, I love the Ultimate Warrior. Now that I'm older, I'm like, hmm, he wasn't really the best wrestler. His promos, he was just blabbering on about nothing. But it's like, you know what? It's his persona. When he came out to that ring, he was running full steam down that ring, shaking the ropes, getting everyone excited. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's got to be Warrior for five for me. Okay. I like that. I like that. So, Mikey, for... My next icebreaker question is, I got to ask you, if Kirby absorbed you, what kind of powers would he get? Oh, man, what Kirby's about to get, it's not a superpower. It's not a superpower. <laughs> but he is going to get the knees of a 98-year-old person that has arthritis. Oh, no. I, ha- I have the worst knees ever. I've blown out both my knees. I've had knee realignment surgery on my right knee. And after I met with the surgeon after that, he said, well, this might work, might not work. If it doesn't work, 
then you're going to need knee replacement surgery. Oh, wow. I'm only 35 years old. And like, and that's why for me for winters, like in on, cause I'm in Ontario, just outside of Toronto there, the cold, it's like a damp cold here. And like, it hits into my bones and it's like some days I'm like hobbling. Sometimes I gotta get my cane out. All my family makes fun of me. It's like, Mike, you're like a 98 year old man. So congratulations, Kirby, you are getting <laughs> some really bad knees. I hope you enjoy it. Oh, man. So at least in in your version of Super Smash Brothers, this version of Kirby is going to have a nice little cane to like hit people with. Yeah, exactly. So when he goes, <laughs> whoop, whoop, he's like mm-hmm. a nice little cane. Okay, I like that. I like that. That's creative. So let's get to the topic of the show. I invited you on the podcast to talk about AEW Fight Forever, a game that, you know, is going to be AEW's first video game. Well, first real video game. We're not talking about their mobile game here, but like a first real console video game. I'm excited about it. I got some, you know, got some reservations about it, but you have some videos talking about it on your YouTube channel. So I want to get your thoughts. How do you feel just early impressions so far based on what we've seen so far about AEW Fight Forever? Right out the gate, just for the fact that it is another wrestling game that we are getting that is not just a WWE game because that is what has hurt the wrestling video game is that we only have WWE to play with. You don't like WWE. There's not really any great alternatives to WWE to play. Sure, there's some a few indie titles, but like I want to play as actual wrestlers. I don't want to have to play as Jim Bob Jones, the lumberjack. Mm-hmm. And seeing AEW, once Tony Khan announced that they were going to be doing a video game, they're going to be bringing back the guys, Ukes. Aki, no mercy. Here comes the pain. Like, those are my favorite games. And to know that we could be getting a successor to those games. Oh man, like I, I I'm speechless just thinking about how <laughs> excited I am about this game. I cannot wait, but with the lack of information that we are getting on it, I am a little bit concerned. Okay. Okay. So uh, sorry to interrupt, but I got to get your, your read here. It sounds like you've been a longtime fan of pro wrestling games. What, what was the origin story there? Okay, so this is going back to the Super Nintendo. The very first wrestling game I played was WWF Royal Rumble, and I absolutely love that game. That was the first wrestling game I got to play. And what I loved about that game was me and my brother, we obviously were brothers. We loved wrestling. So we wanted entrance music for our superstars so we can walk mm-hmm. down. So we'd go to the superstar select screen. We would select like Bret Hart. It'd play his music in like 16-bit sound. And, we'd be like, <laughs> nee, 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 nee. Mm-hmm. and then he would come down to like The Undertaker. And it was like, so we would quickly switch. And then we'd pause the game, have our wrestling match. And then we'd end it. And then after that, I got WF Raw for the Super Nintendo. Love it. And, mm-hmm. and what, I, what I'm jealous about, actually, is that I never liked Sega. And I think Sega got the better superstars for Raw. You got to play as a Quang. You also got like Papa Shango, I'm pretty sure. And okay. then for us, we didn't really get that many people. And But I got to admit, for the Royal Rumble game, we got Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. And Yokozuna phenomenal phenomenal wrestler and actually going back i can't believe i forgot yokozuna 
But man, hey, there's so many people like there's uh, we're talking about like years and years of wrestling lineage here. Uh, you know, there's some people that are just going to get left off the list because like as soon as I said my top five, I was like, man, I'm missing out on so many like Flair was I love me some Flair. I was a big McFoley fan growing up. Love some Triple H like there's Kenny Omega right now is absolutely one of my favorites. So I'm like, there's so many people. Yeah. It's hard to get everybody on that list, you know? Yeah. So you were talking about like your lineage with wrestling games in general, but I got to ask you, like, I am looking forward to AEW Fight Forever because like you, it is a palate cleanser, so to speak. The read on it is that it's going to be more no mercy than it is going to be what we've been, I guess you could say, getting from like the WWE 2K series. Does that excite you a lot or do you feel like there's some reservations there? Uh, No, I am absolutely excited that it's focusing more on the arcade style of wrestling video games. Just because me personally, I want my video games like superheroes. I want to be able to do crazy stunts off the cage. I want to be able to have like someone who I might not be into wrestling. I want to be able to sit them down, play a few matches and then actually enjoy it. Cause trying to get like, I'll use my spouse, for example, we want to play a rest. I'm like, Oh, you want to play wrestling with me? She's like, got to figure out the controls and stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. the fact that there's no pickup and play. If you're not a gamer for a wrestling game and going back to WF, no mercy. What I loved about No Mercy was that I had friends that were video game fans, but they weren't wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. And every morning, me and my buddy Jerry would walk over to my buddy Victor's house and we would all play WF No Mercy. And we absolutely loved it. And then we'd come home from school. We'd all go back to my buddy Victor's house, play some more WF No Mercy. And I think it speaks volumes to a game when you can get someone who doesn't care about wrestling loves video games but absolutely plays that no mercy night and day all the time and loves it and that is what i think makes a game great and to know that we could be getting that with aew fight forever i am so happy and i'm so excited that we are going to have something different than wwe 2k wwe 2k fantastic games but it's the fact that they focus so heavily on the simulation now. It's just, it's not fun for me. There's no fast pace to the matches. They're slow and just, I just feel dull. Um, I'm drained. I'm bored of WWE 2K games. And to know that we got something new that's different, I'm absolutely all for. Because you don't know what 2K might do, given the success of AEW Fight Forever. You might be looking at the fact that we could be getting WWE games back on the Nintendo Switch. Like we got WWE 2K18 and that was absolutely atrocious. The frame rate is so bad. And now that we have the PS5, the Xbox Series X, 120 frames, I went back to play 2K18 on the Switch and I, I played for like two minutes. I couldn't do a match. I was like, this frame rate is so bad. And the, I, I can't wait for AEW to be on the Switch because I want to see how well it sells. Nintendo Switch is one of the best-selling consoles. Mm-hmm. Fans are dying for a wrestling game on the Switch. You see it in the comments all the time. Going back to the THQ Nordic showcase, all the Nintendo fans wanted to see AEW on the Switch. And that game is just going to sell so well, and it's finally going to put a light bulb in 2K to say, hey, we should probably be looking to get some wrestling games. Maybe not the 2K23s. Maybe they can do something different for the Nintendo Switch. 
maybe go back, maybe scale down the graphics, maybe look at maybe like a WrestleFest. If you could give us the style of a WrestleFest on the Nintendo Switch, it, it would sell. It would sell so well. And I don't understand what 2K is doing with not wanting to get a WWE game on the Nintendo Switch. You know, you brought that up, like the diverse portfolio or lack thereof that we've gotten with WWE games. We did get like All-Stars a little bit like um, a while ago, and it really just didn't set the world on fire. Do you feel like that's the type of game that you'd want on the, the Nintendo Switch right now? Like, yeah, yes. like that's how. All-Stars. I'm so glad you mentioned All-Stars. I loved All-Stars. It was such a great game. Now, yes, it was like it had a few issues with it. Like I didn't like the fact that you couldn't pin the guy whenever you wanted. You had to knock him out to win the match. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not really a wrestling game. Like, let me do pinfalls. Let me do submissions to win. So I didn't like that aspect. But like, it's the over-the-top moves that you could do in the game that I absolutely loved. And I was worried that you were going to bring up 2K Battlegrounds for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be like, don't you ever mention that <laughs> Oh, that game never been made. And that is the perfect example of just a lazy game being made. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to do Battlegrounds because no disrespect to the people who made the game, but it wasn't great. But like, at least we're getting some variety here because I bring this up because like AEW Fight Forever has confirmed that they're only going to have very bare bones game modes, so to speak. Like we're getting a career mode. We're getting an exhibition mode. We got to create a character and uh, online mode. And I think that's about it. Like, am I missing any? Nope. That, that you hit the nail right on the head. That is what we're getting. And that is my biggest concern with that game. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's going to have legs there because of the lack of game variety there. Like the career mode, a lot of us will, uh, especially us wrestling fanatics, will probably mow through that in probably like maybe a month, maybe two months. And then, like, the exhibition mode, what's the long-term play there? I know this game is probably meant to be picked up and played similar to No Mercy, which are friends, but, like, you know, I kind of wish there was some sort of GM mode. Yeah, and I'm actually glad you mentioned that because, like, I love GM mode. I love being able to pick who I want to be the GM as. I love being able to set my rosters, set my rivalries, and be able to compete with other shows. And... When you look, like, I'm going to use, are you familiar with the game Retro Mania Wrestling? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, good, perfect. So that game, I think, is a perfect example of you shooting your shot for a wrestling game, giving these fans who are dying for an alternative to WWE to give us all these modes, all these amazing DLC characters. And that game's been out for, like, what, three, four years? Mm -hmm. We only got one DLC wrestler. And they advertise DLC story modes. We don't have that yet. So the biggest concern for me with AEW is the fact that we have that, what they call a deep career mode. I really want to know how deep that career mode is in terms of replayability. Because when you look at, for example, No Mercy, that career mode, you had branching story paths that you could take, depending if you lost matches, won matches, and you can go back and do different titles. Now the career mode, are you going to be able to go be a female and go for the women's title there? Are you going to be able to go for the TNT title with different stories? Or is it going to be more like the Here Comes the Pain, where you just pick your one superstar and you play that one year of the season mode with the same storylines playing out? Yeah, that, that's that's going to bother me as well. Because like 
I if you only have one mode, at least do your damnedest to make it the best mode possible, because like I don't want this to be just the one season to where like, quote unquote, you have like uh, your character start off at the beginning of the year and you just like fight all the way until their version of WrestleMania, which is probably, you know, like probably going to be what all out maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably, I don't yeah. I don't want that. Uh, I I would hope that this is like a career mode that has maybe maybe five or six years in the making because like WWE for all of its faults has tons of pay-per-views. So they have tons of like, you almost have a reset of a storyline like that you can factor in because like, Hey, at hell in the cell, this story, this storyline ends. AEW doesn't have that because like, there's only what five pay-per-views every year. Yeah. 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 So their pay-per-views are limited. Yeah. So the pay-per-views are limited. So that means like, the format of how they're going to do their career mode has to be different, right? Because, like, you can't just have, like, a story for just four weeks and then culminate at the pay-per-view. You have to have, like, long-term storytelling, similar to what they did with Hangman Adam Page, to where, like, the, when AEW first started, their the company, like, there was already a plan in place to have for the hangman to have this big long expansive storyline that's lasted two years now and even now it's like evolved into a different branch of that of a very similar storyline there but like i need there to be some meat on the bones of this this career mode how do you feel about that yeah and i totally agree with that and you gotta like a lot of people that like this is an alternative to wwe and WWE 2K is a great game. It has its faults. And I think that's where a lot of the hype is coming from is that it's a different alternative. And when you look at the modes, it's just you have a singles match and it's tag team match, three-way, four-way. Like, here's the thing. When you have a wrestling game, you got to think of the staple matches. The fact that they don't have a steel cage match. Oh. I don't understand that whatsoever. Yes, I know we have their exploding barbed wire death match. I'm excited for that match, but a steel cage has been around for so long. And to know that it's not in the game, it's like, where's the modes? Yeah. Like, and like that's 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 my biggest concern is I know they're gonna update the game, but you gotta think, when will we get these updates? How often will we get the updates for the new modes? And are the updates just gonna be superstars? Are we actually gonna get different match types? That's a good question because right now, um, listing out the the match types here, we have singles match, tag team match, three way match, four way match, ladder match, casino battle royale, uh, fa like falls count anywhere, unsanctioned lights out match, which is basically like uh, extreme rules match, so to speak, barbed wire death match, and online co op multiplayer matches. These are the only match types we have so far. So I'm so. I feel like out of all the matches we've seen done on AEW television, like we can get the blood and guts match. We can get the cage match. We can get like a lot of the marquee matches that has made AEW what it is today. And for them missing that, it feels like a huge kind of letdown. The tag match, they didn't tell us whether or not this was just going to be like a two on two tag match or we have trios titles now. Are we going to get that three on three tag match now? So I'm like, I there's so many questions about this game and this game is slated towards like the first half of 2022 right now. Like I they're going to need to do a quote unquote Nintendo direct style showcase of what this game has to be because there's too many question marks right now. Yeah. And I'm glad you actually brought up the trios because mm -hmm. 
I feel like they're only going to have four superstars in the ring at a time. I, I think that's crazy. Well, you know, like, how do you do the casino battle royal match with just four superstars? I that's I think they're going to focus too heavily on like the days of no mercy when you only had four players. And I think you're only going to be having four players in at a time. Oh, wow. Because when you look at the online modes, it's only four players online. And if they do the Casino Battle Royal online with only four players, got to only have four players in the ring, right? Oh, no. and that's that's disappointing. Yeah, that is very disappointing because I was like, because I was excited. I was like, we can have trios. And I was like, but they only ever talk about four player for the game, which makes me think that they're going to try and focus too heavily on games of the past, which... Looking at it now, it was fun at the time. You had four players because that was new at the time. Having four players was new. Mm -hmm. We're about to have 10 men in the ring at a time. And you're going to be going back to only four players. Like I, that, I don't, I don't like that. I don't either because like I, in comparison to what we've gotten with the WWE 2K series, like we've gotten um, the Elimination Chamber matches. We've gotten Armageddon Hell in the Cell matches, which features six men in the ring at one time. A, like WWE has been doing the um, the three-man tag matches, the six-man tag matches forever now, like absolutely forever. I I like the, the retro feel of going back to what made No Mercy special, but you also have to take in the considerations of like, we've evolved as like a gaming society since then because like we have modern day consoles now i i get it you have to also like dumb down a lot of things for switch because switch isn't as capable and as powerful but like make a separate steam switch version for this game like if this switch version it has to be dumbed down and there's only features that are specific to the switch i'm fine with that like but there are tons of people like me who are going to be playing this on the Xbox Series X or the PS5. Like, though, this feels like it's going to be so, so underwhelming for what the, that system can bring to the table. Because, like, the PS4 can play WWE 2K22 and play it decently. Not necessarily as well as the PS5 by any means, but, like, play it decently. This game needs to come out of the gate swinging to really stand like really just mark its stamp into like hey wrestling games are back in a big way and in wwe is not the only like competition in town like this is a good alternative you have to you have to come out swinging and i, and I feel like there are so many ways they're kind of missing the boat there how do you feel about this i feel the exact same way and um basically for me i just don't want aew to turn out to be the modern day battle toads for me oh because i loved battle toads back in the day and when i found out that they were bringing back battle toads but there was no online for battle toads mm -hmm. like are you kidding me like i understand you want to focus on the nostalgia but my me and my brother played battle toads we were so excited to play battle toads he lives way in another city like how we how am I supposed to play about I never played Battle Toads the new one and it, it and I just don't want that to happen to AEW because they focus too heavily on the nostalgia but you are right with the fact that I feel like they should just make a separate version for the Switch mm -hmm. even just give it to another company to port it over to the Switch um because for, for the Xbox 100% I know I love Nintendo I'm going to be playing this game on the Xbox Series X and I want as many wrestlers as I can get in that ring. I want to be able to have the eight-man Royal Rumbles like I do in WWE 2K. Mm -hmm. 
I don't have to sit there and just be with four people, stick to one guy at a time, eliminate them. And then someone else comes in. And the biggest issue, like, it's just, you gotta go back to the fact that we don't have any information on this game either. Like we don't know the creation suite. We don't know anything about much the roster who no. makes the roster. No, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because like, do you know how long that casino battle Royale is going to take with only four people in the ring at one time? And you have 21 men ha- uh, that have to come in, so to speak. Like that's going to be a long match. Like the Royal Rumble in WWE 2K is 30 people, but at least you have like what, six to eight people in the ring at one yeah, time. So yeah, it kind of yeah, flies eight. by. Yeah. And like when I go back to when I had Royal Rumbles and no mercy, sure. They were fun. They were a blast to play, mm-hmm. but. I was doing that for like almost over an hour. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you want people to be able to you focus so heavy on picking up and play. Anyone can play it. It's arcadey, but it's like you think someone who doesn't really play video games or doesn't follow wrestling wants to be in a Royal Rumble for like an hour? No. Probably not. No. And I, you know, like I want uh, the pick up and play element because like I want people to experience and get into wrestling games, especially the lapsed wrestling game fan. But like, Let's be honest here. The majority of people who are going to try to play this, at least like more actively, like day in, day in, day out, are the fans like you and I, the the hardcore wrestling fans who've been playing wrestling games for their entire lives. So you like people like you and I are probably going to want to play this game like at least once or twice a week. We're probably going to dive into the career mode, whereas like a lapsed wrestling gamer might just play this because it's coming on Game Pass, by the way, like day in and day out Game Pass. They're probably going to play the exhibition mode, might play the career mode for about 20 minutes, maybe a day or two, and then just drop off completely. I want this to have legs and I want this to have longevity. But going back to your um, point because I completely agree like I want this game to be ported over to switch but very much dumbed down how do you feel about the roster though let's let's focus on the roster here like we haven't gotten much information how do you feel about it so far the roster is I'm gonna say it, it's it's interesting mm-hmm. and um, I know they have let out like they have left out a lot of big name wrestlers who have been with them for quite a while now. They've left them out. They're going to add them on later on. So how I feel about why they did that is they know they're going up against the juggernaut WWE and they want the game to sell. So that's why CM Punk, he's a big man. Everyone loves CM Punk. He came back. Everyone's all excited. Yeah, there's a bit of controversy going on with him right now. But you're a father, you see that CM Punk, he is probably the biggest superstar in that game. So you want to make sure you get him on the roster. He was taken off of the the page, right? The title page for it? Yes, yeah. So he was taken off the page now for AEW, but he's still going to be in the game. And he is the biggest superstar that they have. And you got to look at the people like FTR. Why are they not in the game at launch? And why are you saying that this game is so-called coming soon, but we only know like a handful of superstars. Yeah, like, that's, that's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. I am. Um, I'm looking at a roster right now and I, I want you to read on this. Um, I'm going to read out some of the names that have been confirmed so far and you, and we can kind of bounce back and forth on, on who's missing. We have Abaddon, um, Adam Cole, bye-bye, um, Ad- Hangman Adam Page, Brian Danielson, 
Chris Jericho, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, Darby Allen, um, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Hikaru Shida, Jade Carhill. We have John Moxley, Jungle Boy, Kenny Omega, Chris Statlander, the current AEW World Heavyweight Champion, MJF, Nyla Rose, Orange Cassidy, Owen Hart, Paul White, Pentagon, Sting, um, Thunder Rosa, and um, Yukia. Um, I don't know this one. Um, Yukira um, Sakurziki. I'm not, I'm not familiar with her. I don't think I am either. I'm actually just looking it up right now. Yeah. Yuka. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with her. It's Y-U-K-A, so I, I mispronounced her name. My, my apologies there, but yeah. So we are officially missing some big names there because I didn't say the books. Um, I didn't say Ruby Soho. Um, that That already strikes me as like we're a bit missing a little bit of like some of the other people because the books have been there since day one i don't i don't know where that's coming from yeah and what about pentagon um we have pentagon but we don't have um phoenix oh phoenix that's it yeah sorry phoenix Uh yeah that's who it was yeah i'm like we have pentagon but we don't have phoenix and i feel like you can't have one without the other so yeah no exactly no um i actually what was that i was gonna say i actually forgot that owen hart was in the game I did too. So did that too. that that that's huge. Like mm-hmm. having Owen Hart in a wrestling game again. It's been so long since we've had him in a wrestling game. Yeah, I you know, still we're missing so many people. Like, how do you have Jungle Boy on the list um and not have Luchasaurus? Luchasaurus. Yeah. I'm... Like, how do you have Jungle Boy? I mean, you and these are like day one AEW lifers, so to speak. We're not even talking about like the Christian Cages of the world who like came in at that midway point where everyone was sort of coming in but like we don't have buddy matthews we don't have samoa joe tony storm we don't have kyle o'reilly which you know i think he's still confirmed to be on the roster even though you know we haven't seen him yeah we haven't seen him in a while i think he's hurt but like we have keith lee um that they need on the roster both hardy boys like we're missing them um isaiah scott swerve swerve strickland basically um cesaro we're missing all of them were missing private party. Yeah. So I'm like, you have, they have to be like gearing up to announce all these names, like in the full roster, because right now what I'm seeing right now is 24 names, like 24 names. That is pathetic for a roster list for a game of this magnitude. Yeah, exactly. And I know they said that they're, I think they said they're going to have, was it 50 wrestlers at launch? Mm-hmm. And like, I know she's kind of newer, but like Jamie Hader, man. You gotta have her. You, you gotta, gotta have her. her. You gotta have her in that game. She's she's the champ right now. And it's like you gotta include all the current champions in the game, no matter how soon they came to the com- or how late they came to the company. And it's like that's who I was excited to play as in this game. I'm oh, a really? big, yeah, I'm a huge Jamie Hader fan. I absolutely love her work. And that was gonna be my main for the game. So Hopefully she's in the launch roster and she's not going to be in like an update from a few months ago. Cause I don't know how long I'm going to play this game, depending on the lack of modes and rosters that we have. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. We definitely need the current champions. I, 
I'm so curious because like I I don't know if they're gonna have the trios titles. They need to have like the All Atlantic Championship in there. I don't really care one way or another about the FTW Championship. Like no. it can be in there, it cannot be in there. I don't really care. But like you gotta have that one in there. You gotta have um um the TNT Championship in there. You absolutely have to have the World Championship, of course. But like you gotta have everyone who's holding those titles in there. And you have Orange Cassidy in here. You gotta have the best friends, right? Yeah. You get and if you're gonna do DLC, like you can have the the new J- New Japan like tie-in DLC and maybe like the AAA tie-in DLC. The what I'm alluding to is this game has the potential to be one of the biggest rosters ever because you like AEW works with so many outside companies. It I 50 doesn't even seem like enough because like we got 24 here. And adding another 26 seems like it's it's not it's still lacking some of the big names that we really need. Their tag division is the best tag division on the face of the planet. How do you not have the the majority of the tag teams on here? Yeah, and it's the sense of you look at what WWE 2K games has for rosters. Mm-hmm. We're in over the hundreds, and it's like AEW has one of the largest rosters and like you have like the ring of honor guys now too. And it's like, you get better have all these superstars in this game just to give us a replayability of this game. You're going to have so many superstars to play as, and I just. Hell Jericho himself has like we eight people in his own stable right now. That's yeah. Just in his stable right now. I'm like, you're missing out on quite a bit, but you know, we've we've been come across a little, little negative, but so I want to like have a positive spin on this. What is some of the aspects that you're looking forward to about this game? Uh, well, the biggest aspect is that it is something new, something different. It's going to be a huge nostalgia trip for me to be able to go back to the arcade games. And that's what I'm excited about. And it's the fact that one of my favorite wrestlers, Sting, he was in WWE 2K games and then because WWE didn't really use him all that well. And then he unfortunately got injured with his neck. To know that I'm going to be able to play a Sting again, I am so happy. And the fact that we're getting Owen Hart, I can't, like, I don't have to sit there and go back to WWF Warzone just to mm-hmm. be able to play as Owen Hart. And what I'm curious to know with kind of still sticking to the wars, the roster here a little bit is, do you think we'll get legends in the game? Got to. I mean, they pay homage to too many legends, but like there's a licensing deal there that, you know, like we, they could do a lot of legends, but like they don't necessarily have access to the the music for those legends. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't necessarily know where, where they can kind of pick their spots, so to speak. I'm like, can they get the rock and roll express there? Maybe, maybe not. Can they get the Dudleys? I'm like, is it the TNA kind of Dudleys? Because they damn sure probably can't have like the Dudleys from like the attitude era music in the game. At least they, um, the Hardy boys music, we do have the Hardy boys music in the, in, in, um, AEW right now. So that one's, that one could probably fly, but like, I don't necessarily know if you can get some of the licensing for their tracks and such. And is it going to feel the same if you don't have that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I feel like if you kind of still focus on like the AEW legends, I guess you can say, like you could still bring in like a Jake Roberts. You could still bring in like a DDP. You could bring in like Arn Anderson. Maybe you can get the great Muda to come on over too for that. Yeah. So like, I think if you just keep like a small legends roster, it's not too high. I think it'd still be good. 
Yeah, I'm just worried though. I'm like, because they don't own the the WCW library of like of media. So I'm like, if you have DDP in there, are you just gonna have DDP walk down to like no interest music? Well, when he did wrestle in AEW uh-huh. that one time, he still had entrance music. So depending how that licensing with that music goes, yeah, that's true. They could still use it, and that's why I was trying to focus on more like the guys who were still in AEW. Like mm-hmm. Jake Roberts was in there for a bit. Great Muta showed up, so they could still kind of use the licensing music. Obviously, we're not going to get probably the real legends that everyone wants. No, but still, I think it's nice to have like the old guys because then you could actually newer fans can actually witness the older guys and be more experienced and see watch older wrestling. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing that I'm just excited for this game is that, like I said, it's something new for us fans to play. And it's going to be so much fun to know that I'm not just stuck playing a simulation game. I love arcade games. The crazier, the better. And I'm excited for the updates. Although I've been kind of negative on the lack of what we're going to know and how they're going to pull off the updates to know that this is not going to be an annual release game. Oh, that's amazing. They are going to continue to support this game for years to come. So what I'm really interested in is looking at an AEW fight forever three years from now compared to what we got at the launch. There's so much stuff that they can continue to add to this game and we get the benefit from it because it's all going to be free DLC updates for the game. We don't have to spend any more money. We don't have to buy a season pass. Well, I hope we don't have to buy a season (laughs) pass because that could change. You never know. They haven't confirmed anything. But it's a continue updates that I'm so excited. Like they, even though they don't have the steel cage, they could add it in. They could add in a dog collar match. Like, oh man, you gotta have the dog collar match. Yeah, like that is the that's what I'm most excited for is because it gives longevity to the game. It's mm-hmm. continuing to update the game. And the biggest example for that is I will use Destiny. Destiny has been going on for so long. They continue to give season passes updates expansions you might fall out a bit after a little bit but then when they drop that new expansion all you and your buddies you're jumping back in for a few more months a game and as long as they can keep those people coming back yeah i think um you're right there on the money like uh another example um is ea sports um ufc4 where like that game came out in um 2020 and they haven't like it's not they haven't dropped a five yet they're not I, from my understanding, they're not planning to yet. They just keep updating the roster and then they make tweaks to the roster that you currently have based on like their standings in real life. And that's something I think AEW can adapt and take advantage of is like if, you know, like Orange Cassidy goes on a hot streak and let's just say he starts winning the matches like crazy and next thing you know he's the world champion like i'd love to see his his rating go from like 84 in the game to about 92 or 93 to where like it it reflects real life and what's kind of going on there and a like ufc4 does that really well i think um like if let's just say jericho right now the storyline you know in real life is that he's kind of on a a losing slump and he's sort of like you know, there's kind of that question, has he lost an edge? You can reflect that in the game by like taking him from a 90 rating all the way down to maybe like a 82 and like seeing how that kind of plays out. And then like AEW also has, they're they're a long enough tenured company now to where maybe we can get different versions of different characters, so to speak. Like 
Um, Jericho Hill has had four um, personas in AEW now. So maybe you can get those four personas. Maybe you can get the that sort of thing to where like maybe he's the pain maker Chris Jericho or now maybe he's the wizard Chris Jericho. So at least let us choose the attires if you don't want to do four different characters there. Yeah, exactly. And I absolutely love that. And the dynamic, like the dynamic rating system, mm-hmm. I've been wanting that in the WWE game for so long. And the fact that we never get it, like, I, I don't like having to change the ratings myself manually. Mm-hmm. manually to update it in real time. And it's like, just do like a hot and cold system. Like you said, like Jericho's on a losing slump. He drops down a few ratings in game. You don't have to worry about it. He's not as great as he used to be. And then someone just takes off like Orange Cassidy. He goes up to like an 88 and you're just like beating up the best of the best. It's like, I've been wanting a dynamic rating system in a wrestling game for so long. You know what I would also want? I would, I want a single player rating system and I want a tag team rating system to where like there you have separate attributes for each thing because like AEW is so unique to where a tag team wrestler means something like a jungle boy and luchasaurus where luchasaurus didn't quite take off as a singles wrestler but jungle jack perry has like some pedigree there and like he might be a better singles wrestler so instead of having like jungle boys overall rating being slightly higher than luchasaurus maybe you'll have them like the same rating but one's better as a singles and one's better as a tag i think that would be a really cool twist as well yeah, no, that would actually be awesome because going to WWE 2K, I mm-hmm. never understood why the tag team wrestlers were rated so low. Oh, like, absolutely low. Why is FTR a 74? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? They're one of the best tag teams you have in WWE right now. Well, this is going back a bit. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, why are they a 74? They should at least be like an 88 in a tag team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right there. So I'm like, having that aspect i think would really flesh out the game a little bit more because like you can have like maybe like a no no offense to private party but like you can have their singles um attributes being like a 71 or 72 or maybe even like a 69 or so but their tag team you know rating being like a 80 to where like it balances out to like they are and it makes you feel like you have specialists there, like where there's they are tag team specialists versus a wrestler like a Brian Danielson to where he can be in a tag team, but his tag team rating might be like a 77 versus like his singles rating, which might be a 90. And I feel like that level of nuance there would really add add flavor to the game. Yeah, you know, it actually be really cool is if they even... T- tweak that a little bit where like just say you get like a brian danielson who's not in tag team Mm -hmm. and you put him in a tag team because he's not really a tag team wrestler that should hurt that that tag team yeah i think the ratings should drop a bit for both because that Mm -hmm. that would be a lot of fun to mix and match and stuff I i would like that idea a lot yeah for sure for sure how do you feel they're gonna do with the the title situation in the game do you feel like it's just going to be like titles that switch in exhibition mode or do you feel like there are going to be like a system in place to where like, Hey, like you have like records and such like that. And we keep track of like who's champion, who's been champion. Like, how do you think they're going to do that in this game? I, I hope they have records in this game. Cause like I am a big belts records leaderboard guy. And what I loved about, WWE is that when you go into universe mode, you have how many mm-hmm. times they've had the title, how many times they won and they lost. And you got to be able to defend those championships in exhibition. 
mm-hmm. you have to like if you can't do that and you can only the only attach to the career mode that's a huge that's a huge l in my opinion and i really hope with the ratings is like we already have the wins and losses mm-hmm. in their entrances that will update in real time which is awesome and it's gonna be so cool and i hope you can kind of share your ratings with your friends online you have like that kenny omega i hope you're like just say 10 and 0 shows up in the entrance for them mm-hmm. and there's just so much you can do with the ratings and the belts and i feel like you're gonna have the heavyweight you're gonna have the women's you're gonna have the tbs you're gonna have the tnt i don't think they have the ftr title and i feel like you'll have the tag team and then that's probably about it but i'm curious to know because if you remember the trailer you had thunder rosa she -hmm. had the older title i bet they update that that seems like an easy update yeah i would say i feel like they have to update that And you also got to think, are they going to continue to update? So if they do change those titles going forward, are they going to continue to update those titles? They make sure it's as relevant, as current as possible. Yeah, I'm right there with you. One of the things I am curious about is if like Fight Forever is going to have creative belts. Do you know if we're going to have that? I don't think so. Because when you look at the customizations that they've already announced, they said wrestler attires, appearances, custom arenas, and then I think it was movesets, movesets and entrances. Okay. They didn't mention anything about creative belts. Me personally with creative belts, I don't care for creative belts, honestly. I'm the same way. It's it's just one of those things. If they never really update the belt, sometimes I'll go in and like, you know, like how in WWE um, over the years, like the Intercontinental title has changed uh, its appearance, like the black strap to the white strap sort of thing. So sometimes I like maybe swap that out a little bit to make it kind of like, as modern as possible or maybe like sometimes i like look and see oh okay like they don't have this year they didn't have like the eagle belt like the wwe title eagle belt sometimes i might go download that if someone had that that in the created suite but like i'm like you i'm not like the hugest created belt kind of person as long as i can have historic belts that's what i usually generate to but like aew doesn't have that many historic belts so i i think it's what you see is what you get yeah, exactly. And I know there's going to be a lot of people who are going to want to create their WWE superstars, put them in, mm-hmm. maybe bring those titles in, kind of do their own like invasion angle with that. So I could see where Creative Belts, and I feel like they, because they, although they didn't announce it, it seems like in that um, their showcase they had way back in August, they were mentioning that they didn't have community creations, but later on it appears that that has changed. So I feel like they might be kind of looking at for updating, maybe giving us a community creations. Cause me personally, I, I suck at creating wrestlers. Same here. Like, Same I am here. so bad. And to know that I can get someone else who's done a fantastic job and they look amazing is it, it, it's, it's amazing that you can do that. And that is something that AEW, they have to have that in a modern wrestling game. You have to have, some form of community creations you got to have more custom ability you got to have the creative belts although i'm not a fan you got to have it for everyone else that will enjoy it uh yeah i'm right there with you i am very much a person who will go into the community suite and just see what other people have created and i'll be like i'll filter in by like top downloads or top rated and and see what everyone's created because like 
I'm not a fan of it, but of like creating it myself, but I love downloading them and just kind of like playing around with it. Um, I want them to also have like create arena and it for so I can continue to download different arenas like that people come up with because like there are so many cool ones that like people have done like bad, bad blood was one of my favorite, like WWE old school arenas back in the mm-hmm. day. And I like, I like downloading that one when I get a chance, this one, I'm like, I feel like you have to have like maybe some of the retro double or nothing sets. There's all outs. The one that's usually around rumble time. Yeah. Um, Revolution double or nothing all out. Um, and then you have full gear. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, those are the big ones. And then uh, like outside of that, you do have like the small, the smaller ones, like fighter flist, um, forbidden door, I would argue is kind of on the smaller scale, mm-hmm. um, battle the belts and rev, um, like beach break, all those feel like they're kind of like that smaller tier below that. But like, my point is like to have like the retro sets for all those would be kind of cool as well. Cause like, Beach break. There, there was one cool one where I think this was around the Cody era, where he was like TNT champion, where they had like the sand around the the yeah. the entrance set. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. really cool. Yeah, because uh, one of my favorite arenas back in like WCW was up uh, like Bash at the Beach. Yeah, where they had like exactly. the sand. Like it got so unique, and that's the one thing that I've not really liked investing lately is the venues, mm-hmm. the stages. They're just so bland now. So I hope AEW can get creative, bring those old venues back, like the beach break there. And the one thing too that I'm curious about with the arenas is because AUW, they're still relatively new mm-hmm. for venues and arenas. So it's like, are they going to give us unique arenas for create arena? Are they going to just give us the bare bone templates like WWE gives us? Or are they going to actually get crazy with it? And just give us some unique, like, give us a spaceship. Like, just give us something different that we can customize, throw in there. And that's the one thing I'm intrigued about is the custom arenas with this game. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then another thing, another aspect is, like, AEW just changed their look for Dynamite as well. Like, can we go back and and play in the, like, the OG style where we did have, like, the heel tunnel and, like, the face tunnel? Or are we just locked into that? And is the new the new um, arena going to be in the game this late in the development cycle? Like the one that they just put out for Dynamite now. So there's so many questions about this game. So you say you're going to main Chris, um, not Chris Stantlander. You say you're going to main um, Jamie Hayter. Like who yeah. on the male side of things, who you who you maining? Okay, yeah, I was going to say, we don't even know if Jamie Hayter is going to be in the game at launch. Yeah. So, but I, I want to play as her really deeply. But for the men, for the male superstars, I'm going to be going to my my favorite, Sting. Sting all the way, yeah. I play I, Sting all the time. I still go back to 2K19 just to play as Sting. And he's going to be my main. I'm going to play as CM Punk a lot just because I haven't played as him in, for so long. I think it was like <laughs> 2K, was it was it 2K14? I think he was, I, no, I'm about 13. to say, yeah. I think it was 13 that time. he was in last, right? It's been a very long time since we played CM Punk. So that top three that I'm going to do is Sting, CM Punk, and then for the third one, I'm definitely going to be going with Kenny Omega. I want to play as Kenny Omega's moveset so badly. And just to know that I can do the one-winged angel from the top rope. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Like, let me set up a table, put the guy. Oh, man. Just the possibilities, man. Oh. Uh, man, I like the one-winged angel a lot. But that V-trigger, man, has a special place in my heart. I love the V-trigger move. Um, I'm probably going to do... Like Adam Cole, bye bye. Um, I'm probably gonna do him a lot. I'm probably going to do. 
I have a feeling Darby Allen is going to be really fun to play as because like that, that like fast paced kinetic, like frenetic energy, I feel like mm-hmm. is going to be really fun. So I'm probably going to do Darby, Kenny Omega, and I'm probably, I like killing it up a lot of the times. So I'm probably going to do either MJF or probably, I don't know, like MJF or probably, hmm, uh, maybe even Christian, because Christian has a really interesting move set, depending on what moves they put in the game. Like if his finisher is going to be the spear, or if it's if that's going to be more of like the kill switch. Um, like depending on what his move set's gonna be, I think he he's gonna be an interesting person to play as. So I think those are gonna be my main three. And then the tag team, of course, I'm probably just going to go probably with the lucha bros because i don't think anyone else is going to be as fun to play as in that game yeah yeah no definitely the same tactic for me it's definitely the lucha bros brand yeah like, i just can't wait it's getting just talking about this game i have a smile on my face i just i'm so excited and like coming soon like it's gotta be coming soon right it's got to be i mean so far i think they said first half of the year uh i'm i'm looking forward to this game are you so you're playing this on xbox right yeah, so I'm going to be playing this on Xbox and Nintendo because I love Nintendo consoles, so I'm definitely going to be buying it twice. So you're welcome, AEW. You're going to get my money twice. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll mainly play on the Xbox because I my Switch is just hooked up here to my monitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Xbox and my PS5 are all hooked up to the actual good big TV downstairs. And I love my video games with the big screen in front of me, so I'll definitely be playing on Xbox a lot. I got you. I got you. So any final predictions for this game? Final predictions. Hmm, let's see here. How do you do you think fans are going to be like, I'm going to read out some predictions and you give me your feedback on them. And okay. you tell me if they're you feel like this is valid or not. I feel like, okay, so prediction number one, AEW will be an extremely fun game to play, but people will be ultimately disappointed by this game. Yes, 100%. Because what I think, because whenever you hype up a game and you're excited, it's something new. A lot of people are going to want what they want in the game, not realizing that this is the first game for AEW. And a prime example of that is look at when WWE2K just brought back GM mode. Oh. Everyone was so excited. Like, yes, GM mode. We're going to be able to do so much stuff. And it's like, you get it. You can only do single matches. They don't have the tag team titles in. Yeah, they added them later on. You can't do multi-man matches. So, yeah, you got to play that minute for, what, a minute? And then you got bored of it. You went on to something else in the game. So I feel like a lot of people are going to love it. It's going to be the hot topic of the week, the month. And then after that, I think people are going to be like, this is it. We need more. Uh, Yeah, I understand. I understand. Do you think the late great Brody is going to be in this game? Yes. I'm pretty sure they've already confirmed that Brody Lee is going to be in the game. Okay. All right. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. They announced that on one of their uh, all elite gaming channels. I'm pretty sure they announced that Brody okay, that's gonna good. be in the game. And I, I like that. I love that. I wish that we would get his son in the game too. Maybe even just as like a manager, mm-hmm. stuff like that, but like don't actually have him in the ring, obviously. But I still think that would be a cool touch if maybe he came down with his son or something like that. That'd be then, sweet. Yeah. That'd be sweet. So my next prediction, do you think that Aleister Black and the House of Black is going to be in this game at launch? I want them to be so bad. <laughs> I want, I, I, you got to at least give me Aleister Black and Brody King. Mm-hmm. So, like, as long as we get them in the game, I'm okay. I don't, I just don't know. I don't know if they'll be in the launch game. I don't think so. 
Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't think they'll be in the launch of the game. Oh, oh man, that's gonna be hard. That's gonna be a, a huge blow. I feel like. All right. So, do you think ROH, the brand and the roster from ROH, will be at the game in launch? No. No, it won't be. And okay. this might be a bit of a hot take with that. I don't think we're gonna get much ROH in this game at all. You I, don't think so? I don't think so. I think they're gonna strictly just focus on the AEW talent. We're still going to get like Samoa Joe. We're going to get Cesaro. Like we're going to still get those guys. But as far as like the other ROH guys, I don't think we're going to get them. Okay. Okay. Do you think there's going to be a developmental like system in this game? Like whether it be that you're rising up the ranks from AEW Dark to like the main quote unquote, the main roster, or do you feel like they're going to have their quote unquote, like um, what is it? What was the, the nightmare factory sort of thing to where you're, you're rising up through like independent rankings in the career mode of this game. I would love to see them actually start you off at like the basics, start me off at the nightmare factory. Mm-hmm. Cause I love to like, I want to create a story. I want to be able to see my character grow as I go on. I don't want to already start at the top. I want to, go through the indies i want to be able to work my way up get better and i want you to be able to feel like yeah at first you just have a few little simple move sets nothing too crazy nothing too and then you kind of work your way up you unlock better moves that you can perform you upgrade your finishers i want to be able to feel so at the end of the game i worked my way to the top and i became the greatest superstar and that's the one concern i also have is with the career mode I feel like they're going to, because you're going to be able to put actual superstars in the career mode. I feel like it's not, you're not going to be starting at the Nightmare Factory. <laughs> I feel like you're probably just going to start on AEW Dynamite. And oh, it's wow. going to be like, I feel like maybe, maybe you'll start at Dark, but I think that it just might be just a generic career mode where you start at AEW and it's just a random story they start you in. Maybe you are just the up and coming. You start off with a telling you lose your first match. And that's how they started. That's how I feel like they're going to start the career mode. Okay. Do you feel like most people are going to be disappointed with the roster in, in, what, regardless of what they do in this game? Yes. Okay. I understand Yeah, I, I feel like they're going to be disappointed because everyone has their favorites. And I feel like some people who people are really looking forward to are going to be left out, even if they're left out longer than expected. But I think people will be a little bit disappointed with the roster. And that brings me to my next point, actually, with the updates. Is the updates going to negatively affect the roster? You Like, like people going to take it off in the game? Yeah, like just say maybe Christian's contract is over and he's like, okay, I'm done. And maybe he returns to WWE. Is he going to be like, okay, can you guys remove me from the game now? How long are the contracts that the superstars are signing for the game? I imagine it's just they're just going to pay out one like a one like a one time payout for like all the people who are in the game. Because like if you look at it, Cody is still on the roster for this game and he's been in WWE for months now. Almost almost like half the time this game has been developed. He's uh, he's been like in that gray zone of whether or not he would resign and, you know, in WWE. So I'm like, I'd imagine, you know, they're just going to pay him out and just say, hey, you're in the game. You know, like we're, we're just going to deal with that because like I, you know, funny feeling. I have a I have a feeling like that. Um, I, I'm going to say Rusev, even though that's not his AEW name, is going to go back to WWE. That's like my 2023 prediction is that he'll probably go back depending on whether or not Vince is in charge or not. But like I, 
I think that anyone who's going to be in this game or like is still probably going to be in this game for the long haul. Like William Regal, if he's in this game at launch, I don't think they're going to take him off now that he's back with NXT, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's just, just that funny feeling. Cause it's like, I don't think historically speaking on the WWE 2K side of things, like people have left and went to impact and all sorts of different things and they didn't take them off the game. I think they just do that same mantra to where like they pay you for your, your appearance in a video game and you just go on with your day. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a valid point. Actually. I didn't actually think of that. Yeah. But no, I mean, to your point though, I'm like, there's so many people that they could add throughout the history of like, they 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 could almost do like an update a week and that would almost be exciting to me like if you if the game came out and then the next week they updated it with a, like a women's package to where like they added a athena to the game they added like a um ikarashida to the game or maybe they added like um a julia hart to the game to where maybe they added like five people every single week i'd be perfectly okay with that i'd oh, almost yeah. yeah i'd almost be okay with like the like 24 raw 24 people at launch if they if they gave me like five people every week at that point yeah you know yeah no exactly and you have the roster to do it and mm-hmm. that's going to keep people playing it because yeah. the more superstars you can play as the better oh yeah for sure because i'm like if you had like that second week to where you added like lance archer you added the ass boys so to speak you added a um a pack which i i hope pack was there at launch he's been there since day one but yeah you get my point though if you added like ricky starks or samoa samoa joe like that to me feels like it'd be a very fleshed out roster over like a month and a half i feel like we would have the roster that we'd want at least the majority of the people you know yeah 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 so i mean we missed some people like uh, i can't believe we mentioned the sister boys you know (laughs) (laughs) like do you feel like they're gonna have like a generic rap or do you feel like they'll have like what maybe like three or four different kind of raps i think because the entrances that they do in this game it's like shortened versions of it where like they just do one little like maybe like a 30 second clip Mm -hmm. so i feel like for them they're just gonna have one single rap oh okay yeah, because it'd almost be funny if they like just basically recorded all the raps that he's done with everybody he's um worked with and just had him in the game for like uh like let's say he was there against like um Lethal and Jeff Jared, who might may or may not be in this game, but like having them have like that predisposed rap already in the books and just hit the play button every time they like face off against one of them, I, I think it's just perfect to me but like i know that's not really a feasible thing but like i'd love to see it in the game yeah that would be awesome and it would go back to the point of um like mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. uh they do voice lines for different characters and stuff like that so whenever you play up against different people they drop a specific voice line for that character specifically so that yeah. would be an awesome nice little touch to the game yeah but uh, like you said though like we're with next gen consoles right now we don't necessarily need the whole like entrance nowadays like we can get to the meat mean potatoes of the action but like yeah i this game is like man it has so many question marks it's still one of my most anticipated games though yeah no it's definitely still my most anticipated game and the like going back to like just the lack of information i feel like with aew this is the first game they really need to hammer home what this game is going to be and you got to give us as much updates as possible you just got to be transparent like you can't say coming soon and then six months still say coming soon. And like you want people to buy this game, no matter what people are going to buy this game. And 
I'm I'm so excited. I just cannot wait to see these matches. And like going back to the barbed wire death match, like how is that match going to play out? You know, like you're going to have explosions, barbed mm-hmm. wire, like that. that's never going to be in a WWE game. So the fact that we're going to get matches that are not in WWE is just going to be awesome. And I cannot wait to play this game. And I'm just so excited for it. Get over here. I got a question for you, Michael. Are you ready? As the one Triple H once said. Oh, I am ready. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good thing because it is time for our pro nerd trivia. It is the portion of the show where we ask you five different questions based on five different categories. And if you get it right, you're immortalized in the pro nerd hall of fame. So far, we've only had one person be immortalized in this illustrious category. Michael, you could be the second. So without further ado, let's get started. Here we go. I'm spinning the wheel and whatever the category the wheel lands on will be your category of choice. So, Mikey, here we go. In the world of DC Comics trivia, do you feel confident in this category? If it's Batman, I feel pretty confident. Anything okay. else, I'm, I'm, I'm a fish out of water, man. Okay, okay. We'll see. All right, so... In the world of DC Comics, how did the Flash acquire his power? In most adaptations, that is. Fun fact, I don't watch anything to do with the Flash, but I'm going (laughs) to say... (laughs) All the characters that I don't know are doing, <laughs> the Flash. <laughs> I'm gonna say he got his powers from some kind of. He must have been like shocked or zapped from some kind of like. like, a, like, like foil. Yeah, I'm just gonna say he got like shocked or electrocuted from like a Tesla coil or something like that. You know, it's so. It's in the gray zone. I'm gonna accept that answer. He actually got shocked by lightning. So I'm gonna accept that. that. That's that's close. That's, that's what I was thinking about two out of the box. That, I guess that would have been like a simple answer. I guess is getting shot by lightning, but yeah, I don't think he would survive. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he had chemicals all around him, and that sort of like I kickstarted everything. But yeah, I, I'm gonna accept that answer. I think that was uh, so close enough that I feel like I'd be picky not to. So I like that. I like well, that. You got the first one correct. Well, thank you for giving me that give me there. <laughs> <laughs> now we're moving into what I like to consider a very much harder category. It is Lord of the Rings. Are you confident in Lord of the Rings? Nope. I I wouldn't be. So, in Lord of the Rings, in Mordor, what kind of food does Frodo say he can't remember the taste of? In Lord of the Rings, in Mordor, what kind of food does Frodo say he can't remember the taste of? Bread. Oh, that's very close. Unfortunately, that is not the answer. It is strawberries. Hello, <laughs> bread was a guess. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, man. I, you know they were eating bread on their way over there, so I'm like, I feel like that that was a pretty good guess. I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings. You haven't at all? No, I have not watched the Lord of the Rings at all. Oh, okay. I've been Harry Potter. I've never seen the Harry Potter movies. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's see what the wheel... Hopefully the wheel doesn't give you Harry Potter next. (laughs) Oh, it's coming. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. 
Alright. In the world of the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, are you pretty confident in this one? Yeah, I feel, I, I feel pretty confident. Okay, yeah, I like that. I like that. So, in the realm of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ooh, this one might be a little hard. Alright. So. Captain America. I've never seen the Captain America movie. This is the only guy I haven't watched. You haven't seen him at all? No, I just couldn't get into those movies. I just found them boring. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Captain America has a best friend. What was the name of his best friend? It's got to be that Winter Soldier guy. Uh, I'm just going to say Kevin. Kevin's a good, I guess Kevin's a good answer. You're right, and it is the Winter Soldier, but his name is Bucky Buchanan. Bucky right. Barnes. That's it. Yeah, Bucky Barnes. Is, I didn't know his actual name. I was like, maybe it's a Kevin. I don't know. I'm just going to pull Kevin out. Kevin's a good <laughs> Kevin's a good guess. Kevin's a good guess. All right, so our next category. Let's see what the wheel lands on. Round and round. And, oh, my goodness. It's like it was meant to be. It is pro wrestling. Pro wrestling trivia. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. You, you looked out here because... You, you sort of got a, a strong category for you. Yeah, I got lucky. Yeah. All right. So. Which character defeated CM Punk? Whoa, I'm reading that wrong. Let me just refresh that question. The question was, which character did John Cena get defeated by at Money in the Bank 2011? And it was CM Punk. CM so, Punk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I read the I read the question backwards. So let me let's refresh. Just- Let's just spin the wheel again. Let's see what else I got. Let's go. Oh, okay. I like yeah, it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I like it. That's you're gutsy there. <laughs> All right. So the wheel has landed on Game of Thrones. You pretty confident in the Game of Thrones world? Nope. No. Oh, no. Me as a nerd, I am not into this stuff, unfortunately. Oh, no. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Guess I should have stuck with wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Which character is known as the Mother of Dragons? Oh, so it's the D. Uh, uh, it's like not Dragoness. It's uh, De- is it Daenerys? Daenerys. I'm a. I'm a. We're gonna count it because the pronunciation is so close. It's Daenerys. That's it. Daenerys. You got it. You I was just trying it. to think how to pronounce it. I was like, it's like Dejanaris or Dejanaris. I was like, it's something along those lines. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So you you got two correct right now. You're on the final question. Or you get a category of A or B. Which one do you want to choose? Let's go with B. B is a good one. I like B. Okay. So B is in the realm of Nintendo. Nintendo trivia. I should be All good right. with this. Okay. Okay. I like the... I like the, at least the enthusiasm towards it. All right. So. In the world of Nintendo, here we go. Mm, All right. So. There is a console, one of the Nintendo's best selling consoles, handheld console of all time. This console was known as the console with two faces. 
because it has two different screens. What was the name of this console? 3DS. Yes, the DS family. So you got three correct. How do you feel about this? A lot better than what I thought I was going to be doing. You did pretty well. Once I started hearing those topics, I was like, ooh, Lord of the Rings, I don't watch. I was like, Harry Potter, no, I don't watch. We didn't get that, thankfully. And Game of Thrones, I was like, don't watch Game of Thrones. So, but three out of five, not bad. That's a pass, and I'll take it. Yeah, so do you want to experience the road not taken and see what the question would have been for A? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, A. The, The realm was James Bond. So in the world of James Bond, what body part is missing by Dr. No? So what body part it's is a Dr. Finger. No missing? It's a finger. I'll take it. It was it's technically hands. So yeah, it's basically his fingers. So yeah, I'll take it. Oh, you would have got it right either way. Nice. I love it. Once I heard James Bond, I was like, I know some James Bond, so I might get lucky. And then I was like, it was something to do with his hands. I was like, I thought it was like a finger, but hands, fingers, same thing for me. Yeah, same here. What? So where is Dr. No a part of? Uh, he is, is it the Roger Moore's that it was, Dr. No? I think it was when Roger Moore was doing James Bond. Okay. I'm just trying to think of, that was when they did Goldfinger. So it was during that era of Bond. Yeah. The, okay. The, one of the older ones, yeah, like the first ones, yeah. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. So, before we get up out of here, Michael, I have one last question for you. Where can the good people find you? Well, the main place people can find me, because I do have social medias, but I'm, <laughs> I'm never on them, to be honest. And it's funny, because when I started my YouTube career, I was constantly, like, tagging my videos, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stick to YouTube upload myself on YouTube, see what happens. And I've had the most growth from just sticking to YouTube. Okay. But so you can find me on YouTube at YouTube backslash at Mikey wrestling. You can also find me on Twitter at MJ Hedden. That is M J H E D D E N. And you can also find me on Instagram at MJ Hedden. Michael, it's been fun having you on the show. I got to have you back soon. When this game comes out, we got to do our, our review and reaction for it. You down? Oh, 150%. Sign me up. Wow, <laughs> let's do it. I cannot wait for this game. I'm so excited. And to review it is going to be so much fun. I just love wrestling games, and I'm definitely down, man. Whenever you want to do it, whenever the game comes out, and if you want to do uh, three years from now, AEW Fight Forever, I'll be on that as well. Sounds good, Michael, man. It's been great getting to know you. It's great having you on the show. Until next time, peace. So that's a wrap for today's show. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Michael Hedden for being on the show today. I also want to let you know about the Single Player Experience Discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to talk about the good single player games they've been playing lately and to get video game recommendations. Think of it kind of like a book club for single player gamers. The link to join will be in the description. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list, talk about the good games you've been playing, or give your feedback on the show. If you have a game that you think should be recommended or that you think I should talk about, let me know in the Single Player Experience Discord server. I'll see you there. Before we go, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace!